0: Hey, Jim. Hey, Alan. How are you doing? Oh, uh, I'm still here. <laughs> okay. I'm I just...
1: apologize if there's any background noise. I'm actually down in Houston, Texas at the moment.
0: That's fine. Hey, I appreciate you jumping on with me. And um, Okay, so let's re-rack the whole thing because apparently nobody was hearing you. So um, tell me about the company again, and then we'll get into the school thing again because that's fascinating.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, let me know when when you're ready, or if they can hear me.
0: It looks like I can hear. Looks like. Well, again, so we'll just give it a second here to make sure my monitor's working correctly again. So, you know, who knows what that's worth at this point. (laughs) 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 Not that I trust tech. This is not a good show for you. Not that I just don't trust technology, but you know.
1: Nah, hey, look, always understandable.
0: I'll blame you um the technology guy brings his own trouble right
1: yeah i'll I'll take that one <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you have a better i t team than me i hope
1: <laughs> oh yeah we we we, we, we got a few are pretty good
0: at it <laughs> i hope oh well of course I'm blaming the i t team that i have which is me so <laughs> oh oh geez come on there we go now let's copy that link for them things you take for granted because you know you just think this is all so simple and straightforward until the moment it's not
1: yeah I mean everybody thinks they need to just press play <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll look at that. He beat me to it by like tenths of a second. So, uh, Germantown Rider, can you hear us now that you found the link? Waiting for the thumbs up before we get too crazy here. Have to whack some of the first minutes of this off the recording, if so, but. So, oh yeah. Yes, he's he is a little scratchy, but that's okay. The audio is there. Okay, so, Alan, you're being heard. You're okay. So oh, great, great. So so get, tell people where you are again and why you're a little scratchy, and then we'll rock forward into the company and then we'll get into the school thing again.
1: So I'm actually down in Houston, Texas, at the moment where uh, we're doing some uh, facility detection systems down here and that's, uh could be causing some of the, the background noise or some of the relay information, but a little bit about our company is we actually developed out of the 911 communications sector. We do 911 communications for multiple counties throughout the uh, U.S. and internationally, and then it kind of brought us into the school safety and facilities sector because we found a need for additional unfortunate security measures that were lacking In the uh, various sectors and now there's there's multiple problems behind that but we we look to find some partners regarding like eco technologies um, Omni Alert and we brought them together to kind of create solutions for schools and facilities and that could be something from the, the the aspect of we do gunshot sensors so if a gunshot were to activate inside of a school or outside of a school we can actually detect the location, and we can actually go down to identify the ballistic of the barrel. And we use an energy base, so we're not actually recording audio. We're not listening for noise and trying to identify it based on noise. We're, we're taking the energy off the barrel of the gun. And that gives us a, lot, a very high accuracy rating to identify the type of ballistic that was fired. Now, our main component behind that is we're, we're trying to give the officers and the responding uh sro's more information because they're these guys that have to run into these incidents so with this technology we're able to tie into your fire alarm system deactivate that so now i don't have a fire alarm being pulled everybody running out into the hallway mass chaos with an active shooter there i'm able to tie into your pa system do a broadcast announcement to say hey look active shooter has been detected on on campus on site shelter in place so we're able to kind of create these scenarios to give people more information and also let the shooter know we know you're there um and it's been a major component to what we've called the gift of time and it's it's creating additional minutes for officers to respond and eliminate the active shooter scenario beyond that we've actually partnered with them in developing an AI solution that has the ability to tie into your existing camera system so we're not trying to come in and replace all these systems we want to come in and utilize what a school or facility already has and overlay it how can we enhance it how can we make it better so we could take your existing camera system we can buy an AI overlay and if a visual gun is actually detected on that camera we can do a notification to your local law enforcement or whoever is in charge of getting those responses. Say, hey, look, a gunsman is on the campus. You need to begin a response plan now and give you the screenshot of the shooter, a live video of the shooter, and know that you've got all this criteria now to begin a response before a shots have ever been fired. And it's, it's something we're really kind of passionate about right now at the moment.
0: Well, I was gonna say it's a great thing to be passionate about. I mean, but I'm just sitting here thinking about, okay, I'm gonna do it, just for fun. I'm gonna drop my notebook here. How? Do, that wasn't a great bang. That's disappointing. Um, oh, here, we'll throw my phone on the desk. How do we know the difference between that sound and? It, I mean, obviously there is some difference, but if you're I'm trying to think of a really loud noise. Oh, maybe like a car backfiring, or some other construction-based noise, or any of these other variables that might—I don't want to say—give you a false positive, but give you a false positive.
1: Yeah, I'm never one to say that a false positive never be possible because I don't believe that it truly exists in this world. But the difference between us and a lot of the other technologies that are out there is the fact that we're not using audio, we're not using sound, we're using energy. So our system will only activate in the event that an energy based off the barrel has actually fired. So it's reading the energy based off when a gunshot fires, you're getting wave patterns and sound waves off the barrel, and that's what's judging the uh, the identification and the trigger of the system. And a lot of the other solutions that would be developed out there, they are using audio, and they're trying to trigger that audio. We're not using that. This was developed by the Department of Energy um, down to the fact that it's going to – when judged, a ninety-nine point nine percent accuracy rating from the DOE, um, we can we can very highly accurately dictate what type of firearm fired that shot.
0: Where did that idea even come from? Because I'm sitting here, I'm thinking. You know, I, I see the old the old guns with the smoke coming out the end, right? So I can I understand where the energy and all that stuff comes from, but maybe I'm just naive and not thinking too far out the box. You know, there's always a
1: difference. Like, uh, it, it, it's unfortunate, but the the reality is, a lot of people don't like audio based because audio based can be triggered in multiple ways, and then audio based always has some um, negative attractors. It's it's recording audio twenty four seven. So regardless if a gunshot goes off, it's still recording your audio, which we try to avoid. We only want to know if we get the described amount of energy that is hitting one of our sensors. That's the only time we want to know any information. So, yeah, may you trigger it with a M4? Um, Yeah, you you might with a certain high-powered fireworks. It's got the ability to, but we really try to narrow that down and dive into it. And we're also an AI-based learning system. So if we do get a false alarm, we have the ability to go in and identify that and then try to trigger it down to an even lesser extent, like, it's, it's one of the key features that is the reason I selected Eagle as our partner in this solution is they've got the, really the ability to kind of eliminate that to the most minuscule level. And it, what, what's the alternative? Do nothing? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm not saying we should do nothing. That's for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So how many of these? Okay. So let's say I've got an average one-floor, 20-room school. Sounds about right, right? 20 rooms? Okay. I'm just making stuff up here. How many sensors do I need?
1: Well, so it all depends on the, the school layout. So the, the sensors communicate via the LoRaWAN network. So they're UHF. They're, now, one of the bonuses to whoa, whoa, the whoa, system, wait. system is they
0: You just went really nerdy, so you're going to have to back up. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no worries. I, I completely understand. Uh, so the way the, the systems talk to each other, they talk back through a gateway. Uh, they talk over a frequency. Um, so there's no no hard wire from one device to the next. they 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 have a receive pattern, and if they're activated, they transmit information back. But it's all done kind of over the air. Kind of like you and me are talking on a cell phone. we We talk on frequencies to a tower site, and that tower site talks to the next person. That's how you and me are communicating right now. Essentially, that's how the system works, but it just does it independently. And that's what they call uh, the LoRaWAN network, which the uh, base frequency range that we're able to communicate cross, back, and forth to. So these devices, they communicate via that network. And it, it runs about the 433 megahertz, which is just the frequency band, uh, back and forth to each other. And what it allows it to do is be a battery-operated system. So I don't have the heavy install cost. I don't have any of those features to it. And we're able to um, give information for a much reduced install cost. So when you talk about a single floor with twenty rooms, it depends. Are you in the form of an L? Are you in the form of U? What we try to do is go in and take the blueprints of the facility and put them in the most logical places. So I don't want to I don't want to put one in every room because that's not how active shooters work. Most active shooters, when these scenarios happen, are, they're, they're moving through the hallways. So where's our smartest locations to put them? That's what we look for. Initially, if a school doesn't have money, we look at ingress and egress points. Now, if they do have a little bit more money, now we can plot throughout the facility strategic locations to uh, kind of install that. So in the scenario that you gave me, if it's based in a U, I'm going to look at doing two in each corner, uh, one running up the left side, one running up the right side. Uh, if it's based in a straight line, I maybe be able to cover with one. It, it really comes down to kind of the uh, the school components because it's energy based and not sound based, so it's it's much higher on the accuracy level. Um, but I do require it to receive the energy from the barrel.
0: So my next question, with you, you, you mentioned AI, and we we did a spring series on AI and how you know, oh, it's so it's changing so fast. We probably could have kept with it, and then we jumped back into it tonight. Um, how fast is this stuff changing and growing and developing? And I bet you feel like you're falling behind just talking to me tonight.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's constantly, it's, it's every second. Um, That's it, one of the bonuses to AI and, and having those overlays. It's, it's a constantly learning system. So when I go to bed tonight uh, and, and we all, <laughs> we, we, we all call off for the end of the night, the system is still working because that's all it does. It doesn't know any different. So it's, it's going to constantly be looking for modifications. And then we go in and we, we review them. If we have any customizations we want to make, it can be done. But it's a it's a constantly learning system.
0: So I hate to go here because, you know, this is where the fun really begins for some people. And, and for me, it really begins. And some people, it really turns them off. But since you're overlaying with video and AI, I mean, the, the sky's the limit of things we could be looking for in the future, Right.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And one of the one of the bonus features that we have with with the system that we utilize is I have the ability to do it as an on-premise system, which means no outside interference. Uh, if If we install a server on your system, there's no information that can be left of the school, of the facility. Um, everything can be housed internally and completely done on premise where a lot of these other places where they try to do them they, they want to do a verification outside I can do it completely on premise which means no information leaves that facility without a sign off by whoever's there um, so it's, it's it's just the sky's the limit what we want to do with it
0: so the next question we've beat the school thing pretty good I think so help me out here. What other pla- what other applications could there be for this?
1: Oh, it, it, it honestly it's kind of endless. I mean, we've done we've done events down in Florida where we had a uh, an outdoor parade that we got asked to come down and, and put the sensors in line for, and we actually detected a uh, uh, a gunshot that went off about twelve thirty that night after all the fireworks went off. And we had to hand it over to the local police department because there was an actual active shooting scenario in that in that spot. Um, so it's got security implications. It's got business implications. It's got city uh, government. Uh, right now, we're working with some courthouses. Um, it's it, it's really endless. It's it's anybody who's looking to protect themselves that it gives them an enhanced level of security without without the need of uh, another person. And and I'm never we're not trying to eliminate people. What we're doing is we're trying to give them information. We're trying to give them more credible information because the unfortunate reality is someone has to answer these calls. Someone has to someone has to run in when everything's going wrong. So what can we do to give them more? Um and this this is what we can do. We can give them what we like they references referenced is the gift of time. We we save time and we give them more credible information.
0: Which is key because I mean, it's one thing to know there's a shooter, but by the time somebody calls it in, now if your school's massive on different stories and all this other stuff, it becomes hard. I was going to say a different word. Well, you're... Go ahead.
1: No, you're you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's the unfortunate scenario where we look at, and if if you read the after-action report, and I I never like to reference a particular case. I really don't. um, But when you actually read the after-action report with the guys who did... Phenomenal. They did an outstanding job responding to Nashville. And when the, the, the two officers who did not know each other when they entered the Nashville school, school shooting, um, they began clearing, clearing throughout the facility. They they speak about having to step over bodies, and they don't have the opportunity to stop and look and to check and see if, if the person's okay. They have one goal, one goal, and to stop the shooter. So they're having to clear room by room, floor by floor, where the shooter is, and we've got the ability through these sensors from Eagle to tell you where the last shot was fired. So, how many minutes do we save? How much time do we save? Why is that so important? Because I want to get my EMS in there to save those people. That's that's the goal.
0: Yeah, which is it's it's remarkable. To, I mean, like I said, it's just remarkable that. Technology is going to save people. It just is. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's it's
1: got endless applications. Kind of what we always like to refine is every customer's got a different vision of what theirs is. So how how can we work our solution to meet their goal? And that's that's what we do. So every everybody we work with is a little bit different, um, and we're always open to doing. And meeting the goal but they, they all have the same goal we, we all want a safer community
0: so what other technology things do you have your fingers on because I, it seems like there's a number of other things here that i'm just missing because i i've seen one thing and i went like a, a rabbit down that hole but there's a lot of other integrations here that i'm missing well i mean
1: uh it, when it, when, it, when it comes to that it's it really comes down to a wide variety of us as a company um, in this sector. It's uh, we could tie in panic alarms, so we can install panic alarms throughout the facility, oh, 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 which good. all of them. Are.
0: But good, because you're you're. I hear what you're from. Pa- I hear you're from Pennsylvania. Okay. I am. Yes. Yep. So, I'm so, actually
1: from the the Northeast. I'm I'm just based out of just outside of Wilkesburg, Pennsylvania.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm from Northwest, so that's unfortunate. <laughs> but I, I seen the the Pennsylvania House. I think it was, uh, wanted house, uh, ho, uh, hotel housekeepers to have panic alarms.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's, we have the ability to do two different things, and we've done it with a, uh, a few schools here in the Northeast at the moment. So in the Northeast, we actually operate some of these systems currently. Um, and in those scenarios, we've actually given a teacher an application-based item on every one of their phones that they can activate a panic alarm that can send a direct information via video or audio directly to your local SRO, um, kind of whoever is designed to receive that information. But we've actually given that to every teacher in the facility uh, via an application.
0: So okay, so it's just an app on their phone, and then they bring that up instead of trying to call nine one one or whatever because
1: yeah, because it's kind of real time information that that kind of came about with those scenarios where you're locked in a room and I I, I don't have the opportunity to per se call nine one one, but I can do a uh, an emergency activation of my cell phone application and I get a, a live. Video, if wished, everything is completely at the teacher's discretion. Uh, I could have a live video and audio feed of what's going on inside of that room in the event of an emergency. So we, we looked at something like that because of uh, an unfortunate scenario that happened down here in Texas, um, where everybody was locked inside that room and had the had the ability to activate an emergency application you would have had a visual, and at least, if not visual, audio uh, communications of what was going on inside of there.
0: So I guess the play devil's advocate, because that's what I do around here, make things fun and spicy for us. Um, what about an app base for the, the students? Because what if something happens to the teacher?
1: Well, they, those are always available. Uh, they are created out there. Um, it's something that can be done. We always look at how much we limit to students uh, only because you always lot to worry about your false alarm solution or what they can activate but you have the ability in some scenarios to send a student with an application can alert a local school district or a local professor without alerting a system so you can give them the information without actually activating something to the school system
0: which like I said I, I could I could see there I mean we're talking. One in 100 cases, right, where there's something specific that may be, you know, you know problematic, but not 9 problematic, but a student could report it and intervene. And, you know, like I said, there we could chase rabbits all night, but, well, that's what we're good at. But uh, <laughs> there's, there's scenarios. Hey, look, far- I, I, r- I understand. <laughs> I, I,
1: I was a high school and a college student. I, I get it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, that you know, the, you know, we actually know the answer. To what would happen if a student had a problem with a teacher? Right? They'd be on YouTube or TikTok live, and they wouldn't care about calling anybody.
1: Yeah, it's it's incredible how much faster it works when it goes that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I'm just blown away that AI and these integrations are out there because, like I said, I spent the spring looking into this stuff, and it, it's like. My mind was running wild then, and it just hasn't stopped. But now we're getting to the point where here we are four months later, and there's real-world applications that I didn't even think about.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and we've worked with places all over the U.S. currently. We have, we have several installations going on currently in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, we have some schools that have been very proactive in this solution. And I'll, I'll be honest, it's, it's unfortunate. It's not these school's fault in uh, a lot of times. I mean, I've met with a lot of school districts. Our, our funding to schools has to be top-notch. Um, we, we, we don't support them enough when it comes to increasing their security levels, and it's not their fault. Um, it's just something that has to be made aware of that, look, if, if we, the one people in our generation who deserve the most safety of all is children. There, there's no doubt, I think, on every person on this planet's mind that children deserve the the highest level of safety that there is. And if we can't accomplish that, what what are we doing? What are we doing here?
0: Yeah, okay. Oh, people are asking me where they can find out about you and the company and um, all the fun stuff. So what's the website and places to go?
1: Yeah, so, so AMP Global Strategies. Um, so it'll be www.ampgs.com. And it's their safe, safe facilities factor, and any information, any emails that sent over us through that link, uh, we have plenty of information on. And we 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 do live free demonstrations. We're actually doing a demonstration next week with a bunch of the uh, commissioners in a local county in the northeast. And we, we, we want to come out and we want to speak because we want people to realize this is a real solution.
0: And you said that was ampggs.
1: Yep, AMP A m p g s dot com.
0: Just want to make sure I got that right because, you know, some some days with the phone it was just cracked a little bit. I want to make sure I had it right because otherwise you're sending people to the wrong place. Oh, yeah, there we go. That's definitely looks <laughs> a little bit better than the other side. <laughs> oh my! Um, I don't know what else you click there. <laughs> I, well. Problems, uh, <laughs> uh, cybersecurity, I and mean, that's got to be an issue too, because you know, I. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I'm just thinking. Well, you know, I'm just thinking yeah, about. Yeah, unfortunately, there's been. A bit, yeah, go ahead. Talking about there's it. There's
1: actually been schools. There's a, there's actually been schools in our state that have been hacked, um, and a lot of people aren't taking cybersecurity to the level that it actually needs to be taken to. Um, and it's it's not simply easy enough as uh, changing your password, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it, it digs a little bit deeper into that. I mean, I've got an absolutely phenomenal IT staff that would beat me if they asked me if I was the one who described it. So,
0: <laughs> oh no, no, I trust me. Like we were we were laughing earlier. IT is its own little beast in its own little world, and um, I appreciate when they come out for air, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to get an email about that one. Wave hello to all the nerds. Oh, I mean all the technology people. <laughs> we love you. We appreciate you. Don't hate us too much. Um, no, I mean, because I guess my, my background, my issue with cybersecurity, somebody even hacked my website one time, which seems ridiculous, and started putting in a whole bunch of malala- uh, malware and all kinds of stuff on there, which was just... Well, it's horrible when it's happening because you know you're trying to scramble and put things back together, and and I don't have I don't know why anybody would have any interest in attacking me except, well. No, I mean you. You always wonder what some of these people
1: are thinking out there, but yeah, they they come after everybody, and when they hit the right one, they're well, I mean they 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 make out they make out very well, so it's it's something that a lot of people think it's never same same scenario. They think it's never going to happen to them. I mean how how many people are going to Target a school district, but around uh, it's going to happen. I hate to tell it. I hate to, I hate to tell you, it. it's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, it's just crazy the world we're living in. I mean, we have like we have all this technology, but we haven't quite figured out how to keep it all safe and keep us all safe, which is just crazy to think. You're about. right.
1: I mean, I, I I come from the public safety sector, so every time somebody develops something, we have to learn. Well, what's the counteraction? Because everything we develop, there's going to be a counter, and then when you counter it, we have to counter it. So we've we, we, we've learned to try to be the most fluid we can. But you're right. I mean, there's there's never going to be a perfect scenario because everything you do, somebody's going to learn to try to counter it.
0: And I'm just thinking about maybe I'm I'm amazed because it's been within the last couple of years about texting nine one one. That seemed like a foregone conclusion to me. A decade ago, like that was just going to be a thing, and then it took forever to do it.
1: Yeah, and a lot of that comes down to the uh, the systems that are currently installed throughout our I think nine one one is a sensitive subject. Um, honestly, I'm very passionate with our nine one one guys because they're about one of the most underfunded, understaffed communities that exist in the state of uh, across the U S. State of Pennsylvania, across the U S. Um, these, these guys, I mean, I know I know a lot of them personally. They, they work their tails off, they're mandated overtime, and they, they work countless hours, and uh, it's, it's been a tough scenario. And then when it comes down to it, we don't even give them the best tools that are available out there today because we don't fund them enough. Um, they've got to they've look to increase communications for their local, their local responders. So you have to pick and choose how you spend your money uh, in order to kind of enhance what you currently have. You're right, though. I mean, the, the, the truthful wish is, and we, we're actually doing this. Uh, we're, we have a beta test right now going on in the state of Pennsylvania. It'll be the first across the U.S. We're working with Eagle on it, where in the event of an active shooter, uh, we have the ability to create what's called a CAD report, a computer-aided dispatch, instantaneously, which can then be directly dropped into your local law enforcement's cruisers to give them. Description of the shooter, visual picture of the shooter, and all information populated from the shooter simultaneously. But that that type of technology isn't going to be your first solution when it comes to 911. Because you've got to first create communications for your EMS, your firefighters, and your police. Then you move to all the enhanced features. And it's, it's, a, really, it's a really sensitive subject for uh, a company like mine because I mean, we've been at this for 40-plus years. Um, I mean, unfortunately, I've worked in in countries that honest, they honestly don't have nine hundred and eleven; they dial one one one, and it's 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 a it's a community that is very passionate about community safety, but we don't fund them properly to, to dish that back themselves. Which, which I, mean, I can tell you, I can yep. tell right now, and even in the state of Pennsylvania, it's a very it's a it's a struggle. Uh, we're, we're understaffed and. Various counties in Pennsylvania for our 911 side, where in some counties in the state, you're going to get a voicemail when you call.
0: Which is totally ridiculous to me. I mean, there's no reason for that.
1: Oh, absolutely. No, no. I mean, I, I've dialed 911 twice and I've, I've come across a voicemail.
0: Let's, let's let that sink in for a second. Calling 911, expecting help, and getting a voicemail.
1: Yeah. And it really—it comes down to funding. It really does.
0: But I—I I, I will give you the—the the upside, right? And this is this is fun for your business a little bit, maybe. There is potential that we could do some AI solutions, so you wouldn't have to get a voicemail. You could still get something. It, it does. It it, it it does
1: exist. It, yes. You, you're, you're not wrong that AI is out there. I didn't uh, just invent
0: something? Damn it. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, actually, I believe I've, oddly enough, I mean, I, I've got on. Um, uh, as, uh, as often as I don't want to claim to be an IT guy, um, I love reading IT articles. So I know there's people out there who have replaced the entire workforce with AI at this point. Now, that's not our goal. No. Our goal is to use AI to enhance humans. <laughs>
0: No, but it would be. It'd be nice to you know always know that you're going to get some I kind of response. Rather, I
1: would rather an AI answer than no answer. That's for sure. That's how I look at it.
0: You know, I've joked about replacing myself on AI on this show, but I quite haven't got there yet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, I. You know, I I grew up as a tower climber. I'm still trying to figure out how I can get AI uh, to climb some towers for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if you do you'll be retired yeah <laughs> there's no ifs or buts about that you'll just be <laughs> retired <laughs> yep we're we'll trying to find you on an island somewhere <laughs> <laughs> um, no but which is it's frustrating because like we're having this call tonight it's going. To Maryland and across the across the country, you know it's it's not expensive technology. It's it's mediocre technology at best. It's outdated. Like why why is this so difficult for us to pay for our first responders to have the best of the best? So when they get to a fire, you know what's the difference between a birthday candle and a house on fire?
1: You know you're absolutely right. It's 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 a tough concept to grasp. Um, I don't have all the answers to it. I just know that the fact that, uh, truthfully, in the, in the U.S., we're using technology that's over 40 years old. Um, that's what we created as the U.S. standard in public safety, um, and it's extremely expensive. It's, it's it, it is not cheap. It's unfortunate. It's really not. It, it, it is something that we're really passionate about discussing, and. I don't know how to I don't know how to reference what I believe is the the future moving forward, but it's it's definitely not where we're currently putting our focus.
0: Wait, I, I just wanna again we're having one of these moments. You said forty plus years old. So that rules out this yeah. device I have in my phone, my hand my phone. Because that's Oh yeah. A year old or whatever it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the U.S. the U.S. standard in, in public safety communications for two-way radio communications, the 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 adopted technology is over forty years old.
0: So we're talking like CB radios, like Smokey and the Bandit.
1: Hey, you're going back to that timeline. Yeah, it, it's it's obviously <laughs> a different technology, but it's something that it's outdated, it's bypassed. Uh, a lot of the rest of the world has. Adopted it and left it, and it's just it's something that still exists there. I
0: can't I can't wrap my head around that. Like, it's just because we have all those technology. Like I said, we're we're having a call tonight. You're in um, Houston on a cell phone. and I'm here in Western Pennsylvania with a bunch of well, properly working computer programs now, and it just blows my mind that. We're 40 years ahead of our first responders. I can't.
1: Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, the first responders are about the most underpaid, underappreciated staff that exists in the U.S. Um, and, and it's something that I hope one day will change, and I hope people will realize it needs to change.
0: Yeah. Okay. So. Because
1: we, we ask these guys that make make that call.
0: Oh, it's just, yeah, I was going to say, it's just horrible to be thinking about this stuff. I'd rather be thinking about what AI is doing. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, it's probably thinking, I could host a show better than you. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, so you, you mentioned towers, so they're still a necessary evil, though, right? Because we've got all these cell phones and all this other stuff going on? Uh, apologies, what was that? Well, you mentioned being uh, working on towers earlier. There's still a necessary evil, right?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, tower, towers exist. Uh, be it we're working cellular or private carrier or government, they all run off of tower sites, uh, which you guys, everybody sees off the mountains or the random towers that you see around downtown. All communications run off of those sites um, for the most part. Now, in a lot of the 5G sector, obviously, you've got building installations and all that. But, yeah, everything about these towers, uh, now, they're not all run; Obviously, they don't all work together. So while we have cellular communications out there, they run a completely different frequency band. like The reason that you see Verizon running different than AT&T versus your standard LMR, which is your public safety communications. Um, and we're, we're seeing a little bit of an adoption. Of cellular communications into the public safety sector. Now it's it's a very at the moment more guided in cities because you have to have a pretty well developed cellular. Um, how do I reference that cellular blanket? So you got to make sure your cellular communications throughout your county are very well off. Oh, but if you believe those maps and those up.
0: TV commercials, we're all covered. <laughs> oh you
1: <laughs> you're true you're true
0: <laughs> and let me tell you I've been on some roads in western Pennsylvania that make that map look like swiss cheese. <laughs> oh
1: absolutely. <laughs> yeah no it's, it's it's something that it it is uh, a new technology that's out there and that's a cellular based technology and, and honestly it's uh, it, it's what you're going to see in my opinion in the far down future where they do rely on that communications more.
0: Yeah, well, by the time we start relying on cellular communication, we'll have telepathy or something else.
1: You're right. Yeah, yeah it's just I think fine. think somebody's already doing that, aren't they? Didn't Elon already come up with it? I could put one in my head or something like that?
0: <laughs> I've seen I've seen that rumor. I haven't seen it yet, but man, it's it's got to be close. I I, I figure Will Smith is going to come out of here at some point. <laughs> well. There's still time. (laughs) When you wake up tomorrow, I'm like, I lost an hour of time last night. What happened? You'll know who to blame. Um, No, um, I've got a random question for you because you're kind of in this technology world, but where is... Because I know... Okay, I'll preference by saying this. I believe AM radio is dead, right? And as everybody switches to streaming and FM... I know this is kind of out, out in the, but you've got to have an opinion about this. Where is radio today? Is, you follow me? It's just a random question that just popped in my mind. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, I mean, I, I, I get it. Um, me personally, I, I still like AM radio. Um, so you're the, you're the one, okay.
0: I'm glad we found you. Uh, I've been meaning to reach you about your extended car warranty, too. You know, know,
1: my my biggest reason is because XM brought commercials on. (laughs) I mean, back in the day, XM didn't have commercials, and now they're back. We we didn't get rid of them. (laughs) You're right about that. Um, No, in my opinion, it's going to go away here at some point. They are selling off frequency bands to the, the FCC is looking for the highest bidder. I think somebody at some point is going to come in there and buy it all up. I think you'll see a lot of this stuff kind of change here in the future. Uh, it's the same thing that's happened. It's happened in the public safety sector. I mean, gosh, the private industry has got more money than public safety. So they'll come in and buy a public safety specter frequencies, and they'll move them over to the uh, the private industry, and there's nothing you're going to do about it. And I think you're going to see that same, that same thing run at some point across those frequency spectrums
0: so germantown runner in the chat room and that's
1: my nerd side that's my nerd side coming out on you no no we're getting re- we're getting ready to get
0: really nerdy here uh, germantown runner sent me a link for Neuralink, which is elon Musk's company that is supposed to be there it is there it is this is why i love the rive end of this because we could do a podcast and have a recording and i have this in front of me right now but now i have it in front of me and i'm, I'm visibly concerned um <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, was say, I, I I thought i saw it out there and i mean i knew i knew somebody had to have it um and i i thought i had heard it was done at some point but yeah yeah I mean, you were you, that's you, scary you, i mean i don't i think i'm, I'm not i'm not personally having anybody put something in my head
0: you you <laughs> you're you of the age to remember the google glass and how outlandish everybody thought that was what was that 10 years ago oh yeah yeah and now we're putting stuff in. It. What? I was at the perfect timeline. I was
1: at the perfect timeline from when we actually first developed the uh, the cell phone. So I mean, I was I was 16 years old when the first cell phones came out. Well, to the public sector. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of transitions, but I still don't think I'm putting a chip in my head.
0: <laughs> no. Um, I'm still trying to adapt to the earbuds instead of the over the ear headphones. So, um, I've still got a, oh. lot <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got a lot of work to do still before I get anywhere close to putting some chips in me. I haven't made it that far. <laughs> I, I haven't even got to the watch phase yet, so I'm still lagging behind. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 wild. Uh, I don't, I think my night has just been ruined. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the like, it's just wild to think about like because that I mean that is gonna become a thing in the next handful of years. Like, as far out as it seems right now, like as rapidly as everything's moving. because well, you know, we I you know, I, I'm old enough to remember when everybody that have cell phones, let alone, you know, now I have the internet anywhere well ninety <laughs> percent of the places I go. <laughs> 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 uh but man, so talk to me about like we talked about network security, but in safe facilities. But if everybody has their own phone and their own devices, I'm just thinking that's going to be even oh boy, that's even harder to maintain and try to keep a safe network. Oh, you're,
1: you're not wrong. I mean, there, there are safeguards that got to be put in place pretty much every step of the way. I mean, down to where. Um, you may have to make sure, well, look at TikTok. I mean, you got to make sure TikTok's, like, banned from every federal phone that exists right now. Uh, you actually have certain states in the U.S. I believe Montana um, was the first one who adopted where you can't have TikTok on your personal phone. So the, the, the network security side of this is, is it could be a challenge. I mean, and what we need from the people who are in those sectors is going to be incredible.
0: So I'm gonna ask and you And I,
1: I don't really I don't really know if we have enough IT experience at the moment to to, to run that and to stop that. I mean that's that's gonna be a pretty tough, tough platform to put yourself on.
0: So I'm gonna ask you to put your negative Nancy hat on for a minute. Which is unfortunate. Uh oh. We have to do it. It always do you, happens. Do you do you believe AI will take over?
1: Uh no I don't. I do. Because I think AI is always gonna have a limitation. Um the end of the day, AI is a learning-based system, but without a human overlay of the system, I think it's always going to have a limitation, or it's going to it's its, it's limitation of digesting information will always be limited because I can't tell as a as an AI, I can't tell what a human might be able to understand. If, if something looks like a threat, AI is going to think it's a threat, where a human may just assume or know that it's not. Really, AI to me is a tool. Um, people who are thinking that it's going to be a replacement, I don't I don't believe it is. I don't think it's a long-term replacing human solution. Um, it's just one of those things that I think that's out there as a tool for a human.
0: You, sh- you should give me the old, well, you, you know, if you're old enough to remember when the Internet came about, yeah, everybody's worried about it taking over the world too. And oh wait, yeah. Well, hey, I still remember Y2K. <laughs> oh, oh, I remember
1: when Y2K was going to shut down the world. <laughs> it it did, it did right? Yeah, shot. I mean, it shut us off. We lost the internet that day.
0: <laughs> but I, I, well, see, we had the Mayan calendar. It was wrong. It was actually 2020 instead of 2020, 2000. Yeah, we know? were off. Yeah, that's it's right. Just,
1: yeah, I was I was off a couple. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it's, it got lost in translation. It's okay. <laughs> now you're getting me in trouble, <laughs> which is good. Uh, now, uh. <laughs> so, okay, now I'm going to give you the chance to put on a good hat. Where, where do you, Where's your wildest dreams where this technology ends up? Besides being implemented place, uh, you know, if I, you know, giving people funding to put you it places, but you know what I'm saying. It's not. It's not so much a dream. I mean,
1: we work with a lot of different places currently already. Um, my dream, at the end of the day, is we work with a company called the Zero Now Foundation, and our goal is to see zero active shooters across the U.S. It's it, it's not a goal of needing this technology. My goal would be this technology doesn't exist because it doesn't need to exist. Um, it's something that had to be developed because. There was a case scenario for it. My my end goal is, is it's not needed. That's truthfully my end goal.
0: I agree. I hope I hope we never have to have this conversation again. And we're using AI to um, decorate unicorns. Does that sound happy enough? I I agree with you. <laughs> I, I was I would, trying I would
1: completely. I would completely enjoy going to a whole nother career. <laughs>
0: Oh, boy, that would be nice. I would love to put you out of work in the good way.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, and I'm, I'm completely acceptable. Like I said, I, I didn't grow up in this sector. I grew up in the first responder sector. Um, this was just a lacking piece that we unfortunately identified.
0: And like you said, it just blows my mind how lacking that crossover is between those folks and technology, which is just, I don't
1: And, and I wish I could. I wish I could tell you how lacking it is because most people don't, don't realize how lacking it is, but it is, it's way less than a lot of people think truthfully.
0: Like I said, that's just mind numbing to me that, I mean, with all the technology in all the world, that we're still 40 years behind with our first responders. is just, yeah, mind numbing. There's other words, but I don't want to have to go clean it up later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you could fill in the blanks there. You're, you're from Pennsylvania. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I feel like I'm missing something that you want to talk about. So if there is something, let me know.
1: No, no. I mean, uh, honestly, I'm just passionate about this, about this project. I'm passionate about Pennsylvania caring about it. And, uh, I, I, I can't be honest when I say the the response we've had since we brought to a lot of the the states in, or a lot of the counties in Pennsylvania it's been it's been very ongoing um we have a large demonstration going on in Bradford County Pennsylvania uh with the commissioners up there putting on here next week in uh in their county at their National One Center kind of bringing together one of the uh uh, the foremost active shooter experts, Chris Gronick, um, who's spoken with the Uvalde Group, he's spoken with Parkland, he has been all over the uh, the U.S. He was an active law enforcement officer. He'll be coming up to give a, uh, a conversation in Bradford County, Pennsylvania, here on July 26th. And I just want people to understand that take it serious. Don't 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 take it as a joke. I mean, everybody who thinks it's not going to happen here. That's, that's your fault. That's your fault point. And don't don't let that be you.
0: Did you say Bradford County? Yep, Bradford County, Pennsylvania. Did you get lost? Did you lose a bet to host an event up
1: there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been a, been a partner with them for a long time. I'm, they're, they're a great group of people up there.
0: Oh, okay. Well, the people are great, but getting up there is a whole other story. <laughs> you, you're correct. You are correct. <laughs> You have to, you have, for the folks that don't know Pennsylvania, you have to go through God's country to get to Bradford. Yay, you, yep, yeah, you, you, yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll have to send you an email, because I'll have to see if I can fit it in my schedule so we can connect next week. That'd be fun, because that isn't, I mean. That absolutely, is, that, absolutely. I, as much as I joke about it, it is still in range for me to get there, So, but I don't know my calendar off the top of my head, because my wife would kill me if I committed to something and, you know. <laughs> You would need that actor, well, it wouldn't be, wouldn't need the active shooter drill. You just need the body detection at that point, but that's all another. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure you can appreciate that as well. Okay, hey, I appreciate the time tonight, but I got one final difficult question for you. What's that? Buckle up. This is difficult. What's your favorite breakfast? Ooh, ooh
1: OCC. Ah, yeah, it's easy for me bagel sandwich.
0: Bagel sandwich, so okay. sausage,
1: egg and cheese, sausage, egg and cheese bagel sandwich. My wife my wife hooks me up every day. Uh she's the best at it. So it's a sausage, egg and cheese, bagel sandwich.
0: Oh, well, there you go. That's I haven't had we've been doing this for eight months, almost a year now. I don't know. It's been forever. And it seems like we've never had the same answer twice. Which is random, but that's that one sounds good. Making me hungry, which is always good around here.
1: Yeah, now I can go for some food myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so I I appreciate the time of writing the last-minute thing, but I think we learned something tonight, and um, that's all that matters. So thanks again.
1: No. Hey, I appreciate you, Jim. And if you ever need anything, let me know, and I'd love to chat some more with you.
0: Sounds good. What is going on over here now? All right. Well, Talk to you later. <laughs> have a good night, everyone here we go, maybe okay, so I wanted to get him out here a few minutes early because I need to talk to you and I got my own sausage egg McMuffin machine, it cost him $25 at Macy's what in the world that is Germantown Runner popping up here, or as he's known tonight Dave in Maryland first time, long time, Dave in Maryland Um, (laughs) Dave will get that joke some of you other people will get it too. Okay, so I wanted to apologize about last week. Um, I didn't show up. I was planning on it. I had a busy day. I laid down to take a nap, and I woke up about a quarter to 11, which is a little rough because the alarm was set for eight o'clock, and um, it's not every day I don't answer the alarm. Uh, It doesn't happen nearly that much so apparently I needed more sleep than being here which is like I said that's rough for me because I do appreciate being here Um, I was talking to Germantown Runner before the show there is some other things going on I am going to be taking a couple more at least one more week off maybe two in the future here Uh, so it's going to get a little jerky in the time being Um, unless I could get AI to host the show and then I'll be here all the time And then you'll never know if it's me or AI, but uh, no, it'll be me unless I forewarn you it's AI. I do look forward to doing that at some point, just to see how you guys react to it. Um, Yeah, so a lot going on, a lot of things I can and can't talk about right now, and a lot of things I'm just not going to talk about right now. Nothing health-related, thankfully. It's just, uh, well... I'm sure all of you remember me going to Harrisburg in the, in the spring, so there's some of that and there's other pieces to that so um, been invited to some things and uh, got some other things going to see the podcast company in Cleveland in a couple of weeks and it's just a lot of balls in the air right now and it's just summer right and that the event that I'm going to is in October but hey, prediction show is still happening the first Tuesday in November so got a lot of other great guests coming up we're getting ready for a couple more weeks of spiritual summer and then we'll be into haunted fall haunted before Halloween I think we're cut it off about midsummer or mid August just to kind of give us that transition we will have Germantown runner on to kind of wrap up the spiritual summer and transition into the the fall so yeah there's all that so I just want to appreciate everybody that Popped in the duck pond tonight. Sorry for the um, the trouble. The um, tactical snafu seemed um, got my ass kicked by Windows, but hey, it happens. So with that, I've got to also say if you have not subscribed over at the Substack, go ahead and hang over there. Um, good things happening. Uh, got a lot of things. Got a lot of things going on over there. Um, a lot of show stuff. A lot of stuff that I haven't updated in a couple months, but. You know, keep me busy, right? But until next week, I'll talk to you soon. You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Califato, and I'm the creator of 7-Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts. And I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm gonna take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together we're gonna to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling, and all in approximately seven minutes.